David Collette had a tremendous game down in the post. He ended up scoring 24 points on 11 12 shooting. Yeah, really minutes. efficient. Um, what 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 was he able to do so effectively down there to kind of exploit the mismatches? Well, I mean, it. Uh, you know, I think Dave's got some pride. He didn't play well against UNLV. We, we wanted to get the ball into the post, and uh, he wasn't that productive doing so a couple nights ago. And um, that's the great thing about this game is you get a chance to bounce back, and, and uh, our guys did a nice job of feeding it to him, and he was obviously super efficient, you know, when he got his hands on the ball. And we know what he can do down there, and we got to um, gain a little confidence from that and, uh, and keep it up. We have to have an interior presence to win some games against good teams. And, and um, it's it's been a it's been a grind, you know. And for us and Eastern Washington, eight games or eight days, four games, that's about as intense as it gets. And and those five days or so in Vegas uh, wasn't easy. You come back and and so it was neat to see him. You know, we ran our first three sets for him in the post, and and he was efficient. Guys did a nice job hitting him as well. Larry you almost had a different. Uh, Different person scoring, being the top scorer of each game. Do you mm. like that kind of style, or would you rather have maybe consistency from a few people? I mean, how, what, what's your style? No, I think consistency for each guy is important. Um, but you know, having said that too, it's if we end up with five guys in double figures, there's different ways to do that. We've had some guys step up, and I, I've always thought it's it's nice when you don't have someone at the <coughs> top of the scouting report that if they have an off night maybe your team can't function I think we've proven to have uh, you know five six guys that can put up some pretty good numbers from an offensive point of view what I like about our team is our guys don't really care you know as to who's who's doing the scoring and uh, Justin in Vegas had a great night the first go round and you know I thought we've been getting good production uh, Ty, Ty's been about as solid as anybody, but I think we can't have a, not the points or everything, but it can't be a 25-point game followed by a three-point game, you know, and uh, that, uh, that sometimes is a little bit troublesome for some of our guys, but as long as it, when you do the averages, and the most important thing is you're getting Ws. However you go about that is, is uh, you know, it, it's not really important if you're getting the Ws, and I think I think as I said, after the UNLV LV game, we've got to get individual. We, we've got all the team concept down. Our guys really enjoy playing together. I think we're connected, and guys are truly cheering for each other. But at the end of the day, we can't forget that there's a lot of one-on-one matchups within the game of basketball, and we need to have our top players making some plays. And that was uh, we got a good dose of that medicine in UNLV, and had some guys that you know outplayed us and one-on-one situations, block-out situations, and let's not get lost in all the all the team building and the culture building stuff because we, it's okay to be selfish when it comes time to guard a guy, you know, and really try to get the best of him. That, that was just two nights ago. You lost the big game to UNLV. Um, I just wondered how much time were you able to be able to practice yesterday, first of all, or at all today, or how did it's such a good turnaround? Just well, I'd made a decision that, that you know we got in at three thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we chartered a flight back. It was a late game, as you guys know, and by the time we got to our beds, it was 3.30, so I made a decision to give the guys the day off, and we sent them a bunch of video on Thanksgiving, and we came in and had an hour meeting before we did a shoot-around today, but when you're 
you're talking about such a short rest, I really thought it would be detrimental to, to try to practice and bring guys in. And we had seen Eastern play, obviously, a couple games in Vegas, so it wasn't like we were trying to figure out what it was that they did. Um, but it was, you know, it was good. The guys were charged up and ready to go, I thought. And I thought we needed our seed legs and we needed a little energy more than we needed to, to bring them in again. How, how did you feel like the, whether it was just the energy or the atmosphere, the first time coming off a loss, how do you feel like you guys responded just um, emotionally? Or, um... Well, I think there was, you know, there was a little bit of, you know, our pride was damaged. And it was pretty evident why we lost the game. You know, it was a, it was a heck of a game. Three, three minutes, 40 seconds left in the first half. Three-point game. And, and then it's... It, the example of things getting away from you on one-on-one, a guy lays it up, the end of the half, they miss a shot, we don't block out. It's all those little things that kind of came back to rear their head. And then the second half, they got it rolling, you know, and won three-point shots and played with a lot of energy and and knocked us pretty good. So I do like the fact that we responded. It's not easy to come home after five days in Vegas, even though you're playing at home. But, you know, Eastern Washington was in the same category. So there, you didn't see the most energetic game. College kids might be a little more difficult to put these stretches together. Uh, NBA guys, they're kind of used to it. But you could tell that the energy level, guys were, guys were uh, you know, sucking a little bit of air. But I was, defensively, I was really happy. I mean, we were in the teens for a large portion of that first half against the team that's got a lot of firepower. Our guys guarded. So I was, I was pleased with the way... Uh, you know, we bounced back after a loss. Eastern Washington beat Stanford and also took Washington down to the wire. Do you take stock into those games, kind of comparing yourself to Iowa? Sure. No, Eastern's got a good team. Um, you'll see, I wouldn't be surprised to see them challenging for the Big Sky Championship. So I've got a lot of respect. Those, you know, those couple seniors on their team that have been there a while and, and done it. Um, so I, there's no question in my mind and they went into Stanford and played really well. The Washington game, the UNLV game, you know, they were in that game. They got in foul trouble, but they were ahead at halftime in that game. So I, I respect what it is that they do, and it's important that we have an edge to us. There's no, there's no nights you can take off. And you know, I think we realize that they've played some pretty good teams, you know, tight games. Hawaii's soft and undefeated start, and they're coming up next for you guys. So. What do you feel like they present in terms of... I have no idea what Hawaii does. That's eight days away. We just played four games in eight days, and I'm just looking forward to catching my breath. And, uh, you know, we've been watching a lot of film, trying to get to the next game, and I just asked the question, who do we play next? Because I didn't know. Uh, it, trying to get through this stretch was a key, and then we'll we'll take a few days off. We'll build in some good practices, and we'll be able to sort it out just exactly what we need to do. But... No disrespect, but I'm clueless. It's having three quick games and then having an eight-day break. I mean, is that hard sometimes to, for for college kids to to adjust? Wait, four four games in eight days. Oh, that's true. Four games, right? So yeah, is, I, is it hard? Sure. Yeah, it's not a normal part. This is this is that tournament exempt event kind of deal where you're playing, you know, a, a campus game and a couple games, and but you're going to see a variety of things. You get into a Pac-12 tournament, you know, you, that's back to back to back. So if you don't experience it, um, you, you know, you see a variety of things. Once we get into conference season, obviously it's two games a week, and 
you hope that something like this maybe strengthens you and, and allows you to get through some of those easier times when they do come. What are a couple of areas of emphasis next week with a full week of practice? Yeah, I, you know, I think uh, rebounding has got to be one of the things that we've done a decent job, but we've we've still, it's a fundamental part of this game, and we still reared its head against Vegas. So we've got to get back to, to a rebounding emphasis, I think, would be one of the first things. We've come a long way in defensive transition. We've, we've been stressing that for a long time. We were really good. Uh, in Las in Las Vegas for that tournament, this team didn't push the tempo that much. But you know, eliminating easy baskets is imperative, and that's the transition stuff and the rebounds. So the rebounding will definitely be uh, a focal point for us moving on. And then we just need to kind of sharpen the saw. It's not a time for us to put a bunch of new offense in or anything. But you know, you go through a stretch where you see a bunch of zone, you see a certain style, you've got your pressure release offense against. UNLV and Ole Miss that present a lot of pressure. You got other teams that pack it in, and so you kind of have to get back and refresh everybody with just exactly what our families' of plays are and schemes. But I don't think we really need to do much. It's defensively, it's the fundamentals of of guarding again, and then offensively, just just kind of polishing everything up. I feel like in uh, Vegas, Cedric was still sort of getting back up to speed physically after you know um, the bug he had before or because um, I know you had I think one game you had a bunch of turnovers and that sort of thing is he still was he still I, I don't know that'd be a better question um, for him but you know it wasn't his best weekend uh, I can relate I've been sick myself and I had the stomach virus and it's gone through Gabe and Tyler and everybody Colby everybody's had their little dose of it I just hope it gets out of our systems you know in the next eight days and it's been kind of recirculating so I can get the energy and some of the problems that guys are having if it is but you know it's nothing probably that another team isn't dealing with that's just another part of trying to be successful is getting through some of those rough times yeah Anything else? Larry, you said that you had an hour meeting before shoot-around. Yeah. Was that something that you just planned last minute, worried about a hangover, or is that kind of your philosophy um, after a game like you had to hit in Las Well, Vegas? we had film. We had film that we needed to present to our guys and game plan on a number of things that, they, that we needed to guard. Uh, we gave ourselves an hour. We were probably only met for 40 minutes. And then there were four teams doing a shoot-around today in the Huntsman Center. So we had a slot from 12 to 1.30 to try to sneak that in. So it wasn't like a State of the Union type meeting. It was just a post-Thanksgiving get in and make sure we know what the game plan is because we couldn't really, you know, lace it up and go hard in the shoot-around. It was going to be more of a mental. That's what we talked about, kind of an NBA mentality, is you don't have time to beat each other up to go through this. But... How cerebral are we, and can we get these concepts without having to take a chance on getting wore down? That's what it was. And then can you speak about the team leadership after the game, 48 hours coming back out, especially after a holiday, and then kind of having the game you had, you had tonight? Yeah, I mean, I, I like, you know, the leadership stuff, I, I kind of blew a gasket last year. It, it always seems to be a buzzword with our team. I think we've got a bunch of leaders and they can lead in different ways. And I'm not going to put the crown on anybody. And, you know, that we need to lead as coaches. 
yeah, I've used the analogy that everybody is, that if you're not a leader, does that make you a follower? And I don't think anybody on our team wants to be a follower. So I've, I, the way I look at the leadership is everybody's on a scale probably from zero to 100 in terms of leadership ability. And then my challenge to all these young men is to get better. Figure out a way that you can provide some leadership. It, it can be as simple as having a conversation with somebody on the bus, bringing some energy, keeping guys out of trouble off the court. So we all are kind of holding each other to a little bit of a higher standard. And like I said, I don't have any qualms with our team and the inner workings and the culture and stuff, but it, it might be time to start getting a little bit, like I need to make some plays for my team, you know? And I, I, I don't think I've been around a team that enjoys being around each other and really gets that concept. So uh, we need to get better at some specific basketball stuff. Yeah. Anything else? All right. Have a good weekend, all. Go Utes.